0: So this is something I really wanted to get off my chest and talk about here on the Sports Cubicle. I'm your host, Mike Mercado, and it is something that has been bugging me. It has been something that has really crawled up my skin and has just left a bad taste in my mouth. All the different analogies and phrases you could say about just being really upset about something. And it goes always, of course, right back to the Chicago Bears and Over the last few weeks, we have been talking about dissecting the news of will they, won't they keep Matt Eberflus? Will they, won't they fire Luke Getzi? What's going to happen with the number one pick? What is Ryan Poles thinking? What does Kevin Warren do exactly as the new man in charge at Halasaw? And now that we're getting some of these answers where it seems like Kevin Warren is just the guy that's going to build them a stadium and get the best possible deal, Ryan Poles is the football guy. He's the guy in charge, and he doubled down and attached himself to the hip to Matt Eberflus. And if it wasn't for the fact that this— coach that who, by all means, did get a raw deal in his first year where they were rebuilding and they just tore down the entire roster, still lost 10 games this season, had blown leads multiple times late in the fourth quarter to lose said 10 games. Cleveland, Denver, ring a bell. What about getting blown out like you did against Kansas City? How about your team not showing up the first game of the season against Green Bay or, I don't know, the last game of the season against Green Bay? Fired coaches on the offensive side and defensive side. Weird stuff going on with the coaches that you hired. While saying all that, of course the Chicago Bears are in a perfect scenario where they have cap space, they have talent on defense, and the number one draft pick with other draft capital, and a decision to make at quarterback. A actual tough one. And of course, they take a step back. They step on their own feet. They trip on themselves, and they land face first. And it's just more agitating as you start thinking about it. Why did they keep this man even after firing Luke Etsy? I don't care how good you think the defense got, how much better the progression may have been. A lot of that has to do with health, having studs there like a Jalen Johnson. Having studs come to your team like a Montez Sweat? Having revelations like a Tyreek Stevenson? Like, obviously, Kyle Gordon? There's obviously reasons why this defense got better. How much of it had to deal with Matt Eberflus himself, who, by all means, is a good defensive coordinator, and I do want to give him credit for... Subtype of development. But for that to be the reason that you hang your hat on, in a cycle where I go on Twitter, I go on Instagram, you go on TikTok, you watch ESPN or any one of these other major sport news outlets, and what are you reading? Jim Harbaugh finishes interview with the LA Chargers. Bill Belichick finishes interview with Atlanta Falcons. Is Mike Tomlin on the hot seat? Where will Mike Rabel end up? Where is so-and-so hot new offensive coordinator going to go? This is the year you decide to be the most Bears? The year where everything is on the table for you? All the scenarios in which you do have the number one draft pick, the number nine draft pick. You do have cap space, talent on defense, talent on offense, and a decision to make at quarterback. And this is the decision you decide to go in. It makes no sense to me, and it just is this thing that continues to happen where the Bears are consistently patting themselves on the back for overcoming obstacles that they put in front of themselves, and this is another one of those situations, and I'm so glad that this heated rant has somehow summoned the spirit of Devin Tingle. Devin, you've jumped into studio. I know this is something that you've been heated about, and it's something that has aggravated you and you're somebody like me that loves to just kind of see what the sports world is talking about. And when you see a coach that just won a national championship and a coach that has won, not one, not two, not three, not four, not five, not six, not seven, Super Bowls. And a chance that Mike Tomlin, a guy who's never had a season below 500, might be available and the
1: team decided to keep Matt Eberflus. I mean, what what emotions, how angry do you get the more we get past that press conference? Let's see who can yell louder, you or me, Mercado. And just let's just, let's just, I, I'm i going to go back here. I think Jerry Reinsdorf has just rubbed off on everything every bleeping chicago owner in the entire city of chicago here because let's just take a look here in all what is a better coach involved mercado you can get more wins you can develop players but what do you always have to do for a good coach what is the one thing you always have to do you have to spend money and we've learned that some of the teams who spend the most money end up being complete dog crap so we all know it's not necessarily guaranteed but here's the thing we all know why they kept matt eberflus it's not because he has you know the best you know plays. It's not because, you know, he develops the greatest young guys. It's not because he wins all the time. It's not even because of that pretty little smile he always has. He was a cheap safe option. You know what you're getting with Matt Eberflus. And yes, we saw at the end of the season, the Bears started turning things around if you get rid of that final game against the Packers here. now And it's something I've mentioned, though, and you and I have talked about off mic, that it helps when you have talent like
0: Jalen Johnson not just tipping the ball, but catching it and taking it back to the house. When you trade for a talent like Montez Sweat, when you have actual talent on defense, it's easy for all of a sudden your defense scheme to look good. But I bet you I bet you a lot of
1: coaches can come in and that defense would still look pretty damn good. Yeah, we actually had a defensive coordinator, but again, we don't need one. How much longer does he say we don't need an offensive coordinator? Why don't we? Because he fired them. Exactly. And this could be the, the, the Chicago Eberfluses. Maybe that's his whole, I'm going to swear really bad one day, that's his whole dream here. But again, it just goes back to, we're just, you know, keep the team just good enough here. If And here's the thing right now. We all know it's going to happen. It's been said they do not want to trade the number one draft pick. We all know someone's coming to Chicago and their position is going to start with a Q and end with a B. Technically a K if we're getting real grammatical here, but we're not getting there right now. You're now getting, Matt Eberflus probably weasels his way like Chris Getz said, give me what I want and I'll turn this team around. And when this team finishes 2-15 and 15 next year, then what's your excuse? Oh, he loves the game of football like we pulled with uh, what's-his-face Matt Nagy effing years ago. No, F that. You need to spend money on talent. Veterans. I'm not saying I'm bringing a Bill Belichick, you know, who's old as dirt, but here's the thing. There are so many good options out there. But no, we're going to go with the safe, cheap option because we're the Chicago Bears shuffling in to mediocrity. And that is the Bears thing, Mercado. You say they pat themselves on the back. I think they purposely do this. They purposely screw themselves over and over to fix their own problems and be like, look at us. We turned this around. We were the worst record in the NFL last year. Now we're in the mids again because, you know, you always know the teams that finished five. 100 always always go on to be great the next season or two right It's interesting because you talk about them patting themselves on the back. It's something that we always make fun of
0: when it comes to just Chicago Barum and loving mediocrity. Like they live in it and talking about our defense overcame not having a defensive coordinator. Because of you! He was a defensive coordinator because you hired him. You brought that dude in. It's stuff like that that constantly happens. And the reason we get upset about it is because if this was any other line of work, if this was a Fortune 500 company that was making some type of technology or defense system or software, Software. This would be a joke. This board wouldn't exist. But the fact that it's the National Football League, it does. And it's the charter franchise that it does. But I, you are 100% on the, uh, on the nail when you talk about enjoying living in that. Because it still will sell out. The Bears fan will still show up in September, October, November. They might not show up in December. But they'll be there in the first six games when it matters the most. And you're going to make your most money. And I think that's what upsets me the most. And there are a lot of reasons why you could make a legit argument if the team has had won a couple of these games if they hadn't had blown these leads like we talked about but there is no good case you could bring other than continuity but what are you trying to continue what is it that you're trying to continue into next year making money it definitely isn't on the field winning because you haven't won